1: My name is Fabrizio Romano, I am a football journalist and here we go. Transfer window is really, I say, a crazy word. It's like a jungle because everything can happen every minute, every day. It's like playing football, in my opinion, because when you get news about transfer market, I feel like scoring a goal, I always say, in an important match, in a Champions League match. And you always have to stay concentrated. You always have to stay in contact with the right people. I live with my phone. I, I always say, like my friends, every day, everything can happen. So I start with, with agents. I then have contracts also with sport directors. It can be also with a player in this football today more than five years ago or seven, eight years ago. Now agents are so important in transfer markets. So the players can help you, but the players uh, many times are the last to know what will happen really. It's not easy to say what are my sources, but because it changed every time with every, with every transfer. During the transfer market I sleep like five or six hours, uh, from five until ten, then I get up and I wake up and I start to be <laughs> with my phone all over the day. Uh, I start making calls with, as I told you, with agents, with directors. I work in Milano, Here we have the center of the transfer market here in Milano. I love the city and I love the adrenaline of the city because everything can happen here. I remember ten years ago, nine years ago, it was like one week to complete an agreement. You were going to see the rumor about the top club and seven days later you had the player with, with the new club. Now you need like one month or two months. Also because the intermediary have an important part and they have to be paid with important, important commissions. It's a drama, but it's about dreams and when you have dreams as the focus, and dreams are not for top clubs or for middle table clubs or for second division clubs. Dreams are for every fan in football. So also if you have news about the small team, it can be a dream for a fan and for many fans. Always we will have the drama, we will have people connected on the social media to find news on the websites, on the papers, on the TV. Always the transfer market will be the center of the show. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Yeah. Pleasure. Always a pleasure. And like i like to say, Jamie Brown joining us over at the Daily Hot Spur. Fab, lots to get through. Busy, busy Friday here on Last Word on Spurs. We know everybody is waiting in anticipation for what you're going to say about Pedro Porro. But we do just want to, if we can, start with the manager of the football club in Antonio Conte. So Gianluca Di Marzio on Sunday came out and suggested that with certainty at one point, Antonio Conte will be leaving Tottenham at the end of the season. We then got an amendment to that story a couple of hours later where he suggested that the club have put the situation on standby in relation to his contracts. So quite clearly, Fab, obviously, we just want to know from you, will Antonio Conte be leaving Spurs at the end of this current season? This is something that is not 100% decided at all. Uh, So I understand this kind of
1: of stories of rumors because we know Antonio Conte very well and when things are not going at the best level, when he doesn't feel that... Uh, For example, I'm sure, I, I know he's not saying that, but I'm sure that Antonio is suffering to see that Arsenal are top of the league and Tottenham have not the same kind of possibilities because it was a big opportunity this year to do something special. So when he feels that things are not going in the right direction, it's normal to see Antonio Conte really angry and with this possibility for him to leave the club. So for sure, it's a possibility. But what I can say is that we heard a lot of stories in November with new contract talks before the World Cup, during the World Cup. And this didn't take place because Conte was not negotiating with Tottenham. There is not an official bid from Tottenham for Antonio Conte to extend the contract and to negotiate on some points. It's just a normal conversation, but it's not an advanced negotiation between Conte and Tottenham as of today. So what I expect is that at the end of the season, maybe in May, maybe end of April, uh, Conte and Tottenham will speak about the general situation after the general transfer window, planning for the future to understand about the club vision. Another key point is going to be Conte's family. Antonio wants to make sure that his family is happy with the situation in London, so there are many factors to make the final decision. But as of now, Conte has not communicated to Tottenham that he wants to leave. He's focused on Tottenham. Of course, it's a possibility for him to leave because as of now, there is not a concrete negotiation between Conte and Tottenham to continue together.
0: Okay, Fab. Um, before Jamie asked you about Pedro Porro, I need to ask you about Fabio Poratigi and, of course, the decision of Italy's Football Federation to ban him for 30 months from anything coming under their remit with FIFA and we understand UEFA have now also asked to extend that ban worldwide. Just, again, asking you point blank, do you expect Fabio Paratagi in the near future to be leaving Tottenham Hotspur?
1: At the moment, he is 100% involved in everything. First of all, we have to remember that he can appeal to what we just heard and you, and you said, but he can still appeal to that, and I'm sure he will. So uh, this is the first, uh, first uh, point. And also, it's important to mention that he's 100% involved in all the activities. He's taking care of the Pedro Porro deal. He was, of, of course, involved in the Dajuma deal. So he's 100% focusing on Tottenham. Then uh, I don't know what they're going to decide on the uh, legal side of this story. But as of now, Fabi Paratic is 100% active and working on Tottenham deals.
2: Hmm. Now, for Richie, obviously the big transfer story this uh, this month for uh, uh, for Tottenham is uh, Pedro Porro. Um, kind of in the last couple of hours, we've had some stories, maybe a bit uncertainty about the deal. Now, I know yourself, you obviously being kind of very confident about this one. What's your kind of current understanding of of where this deal is at, and and is there any risk of this deal potentially falling through at the moment?
1: You always have risk until the end. But as of now, I would not be negative on this Pedro Porro deal, honestly. I'm told that there was another meeting today between Tottenham and Sporting through intermediaries discussing on the deal. What's going on is that Sporting are trying to get some money until the end. And so they know that Tottenham are prepared to arrive around 45 million euros. But now the crucial point is about the installment. So how many years to pay that money? So it could be two years, three years. So this is the point. Because it's not about triggering the close. It's about paying their release close value, 45 millions, but in how many years? So this is the point of the negotiation. And yes. also we know, as has been uh, discussed in the last few days in Portugal, that Sporting want the player to be available for the cup game and then to let him leave uh, early next week, probably uh, Sunday. If it's not Sunday, it's going to be Monday, but of course in the next days. So this is the idea. But the feeling I have speaking to sources into the negotiation is that they are still optimistic, still confident. Yes. They are still negotiating. It's absolutely normal to have this kind of Small issues in the payment terms sometimes, but uh, Tottenham are confident. And Pedro Porro wants Tottenham. He has an agreement on a 5 year end off deal. So everything is is almost ready. They need to complete the final details, and then I think Porro will become Tottenham player.
2: You, you mentioned there about the League Cup final, of course, on the Saturday. Do you think that that's potentially what is holding up the deal? Or, you know, Sporting desperately trying no, it's to beat not,
1: No, it's no? not the crucial point, but it's one of the points. Sporting would want a player to to be present in the in the game and then to say probably hi to all the teammates and to the fans so this is something that they really want to do Pedro Porter is a super important player for sporting he's really loved by the fans and so this is a step but it's not the only uh, the only issue I think the real issue is about the payment terms from what I'm told it's about the installments but it's not a big issue it's, it's something normal when you do important deals and so I think this is part of the process Tottenham are still optimistic and confident then let's wait for the contrast to be signed after this crazy window where we saw many hijacked deals like Tanjuma and many others
0: yeah. You mentioned it there Fab, well, that's one next on my list is Arnold Dan Juma. As you mentioned Spurs hijacking from Everton. I think given the nature of how that deal came about in very, very quick circumstances for Spurs, I'm keen to understand from you just how far up on the list he was for Tottenham and if he was genuinely an Antonio Conte signing or a club signing.
1: I think this was decided together between Antonio Conte and the club uh, because Anjuma can bring some experience. He's a Premier League proven player. He was doing very well in the Liga, but also in the Champions League. He knows the Champions League level and this is something important to Antonio Conte. So he was one of the players they had in the list, not a priority. This is the reality, but it was one of the opportunities. So when they understood that the player was available on loan, they decided to uh, they decided to proceed after also meeting with Antonio Conte. So Antonio approved the deal for for Juma and uh, and this, is, this was the process. So it was very fast because it was in the night between Monday and Tuesday when they understood that the player was not uh, 100% uh, a new Everton player. And so they've been very fast. But of course, it was one of the options because Zaniolo was one of the priorities. But Roma wanted an obligation to buy close and Tottenham were not accepting that. Mm.
2: Uh, just in terms of, you know, fingers crossed, obviously Dan Jum is already over the line. Pedro Porro hopefully gets over the line next. Where else do you think Spurs might look to target in the rest of the window in terms of positions? What's kind of your understanding of that?
1: I would keep an eye on opportunities until the end so it could be for example a midfielder it depends on what kind of opportunities there will be on the market because uh, it will also have an impact on the outgoings for example for for brian hill they are waiting to see if they have some more opportunity or not but they are not 100 convinced about letting him leave alone. so it's going to be a domino in the final three, four days. Now the full priority is Pedro Porro and then I think Monday and Tuesday it will be about the opportunity. So let's see if some players will still be available. Uh, let's see if some potential option will be reopened. I would keep an eye on midfielders, honestly, because, for example, Malinowski was one of the players they were considering, but then Marcel decided to pay uh, money to sign him on permanent deal and Tottenham only wanted a loan. So if there will be some loan opportunity in the final days, I think Tottenham could keep an eye on that.
2: Yeah. Well, another position that a lot of Spurs fans are kind of shouting at us in the comments is saying central defence, obviously Spurs defence, been really poor this season. Milan Skriniar, I know, is a guy who looks like he's probably on his way to Paris Saint-Germain. Is there any chance, obviously, a guy who's linked with Spurs in the past, any chance that he might be coming to Spurs this, this month? I think this month is almost impossible, but
1: um, I think Skriniar will play for Paris Saint-Germain next season. Uh, this is the feeling around the player. This is the feeling of Inter. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really difficult also for Tottenham to match the proposal. There's a really, really important contract. It's more than €9 million Euros net per season. So I mm. think it's unrealistic.
2: Just to focus on maybe some outgoings, uh, Jed Spence is a name who has been linked, of course, with Poro coming in. Um, do you see Jed Spence leaving and, and will it be alone and, and potentially where where do you think he might end up, Jed Spence?
1: I think is a possibility i was asking today and i'm told there is a possibility but still nothing advanced with any club so they want to wait probably in the next two three days to understand if someone right. will advance with a concrete proposal uh, i saw many links with brentford but i'm told that brentford are not in negotiations for just pence at this point so let's see i think this is another kind of last minute deal monday tuesday so this is the possibility because at the moment still nothing advanced but it's possible yeah. for him to go and i think it's also fair for the boy he needs to play and with pedro porra would be really complicated
2: yeah what, what, do you, what do you what do you think might happen with Lucas Moura say a guy who's out of contract in the uh, in the summer um, is there any chance that he might go uh, this window or, or do you think it will definitely happen in the summer
1: from what I was told today 99% Lucas Moura will stay at Tottenham if an incredible proposal will arrive in the final day so a big opportunity the player could be open to accept but at the moment what I'm told is that he wants to stay at Tottenham to complete the season at Tottenham and then leaving on a free in the summer because the contract will not be extended of course but it depends on the proposal only a really big club would be accepted by by Lucas Moura.
2: Just one final question for Rizio. Um, If you had to kind of guess, obviously, um, one's already come in, Dan Juma, uh, hoping that Porro will be the next one. How many kind of uh, signings by the end of the window do you think that Spurs may have done? I would say three. I think three is a possibility.
1: Two for sure, because I expect Pedro Pedro Porro deal to go through in the next days. And then maybe one more in the final in the final hours that's not sure eh? because it depends on the opportunities but it's a possibility so two or three i would say
2: do you think as well sporting are going to replace um poro is that maybe an issue that's holding up i think i've seen some no, names. no i think
1: this is not a problem this is not a problem they tried for lumpy it's true but i'm told that there is no agreement with brighton they wanted a loan and brighton wanted a permanent transfer so no agreement at this point but they're also checking other options. So I don't think it's about the replacement. I think it's about the money. Sporting are trying to make as much money as they can for a really important player until the end.
0: Okay. Fab, final question, just on poro. Comments going ballistic. When do you expect if that deal will get announced and over the line? Will it go to deadline day? Would you imagine?
1: Announcement, I think, could be uh, Monday probably. It depends on the, or Monday or Tuesday. Yes, because it depends on the. On the medical stuff too so the player has to travel to london to have his medical but i think this weekend the mission is to get it completed and then probably the medical could be sunday or monday so yes it will be monday or tuesday for the announcement
0: Okay. well, listen, Fab, thank you so much. We started the month with Pedro Porro. We're ending it on Pedro Porro. (laughs) Um, Loved having you on during this January window. We're looking forward to having you back on with us in the summer. From the wonderful Jamie Browner at the Daily Hotspur, from the superb Fabrizio Romano. Guys, that is your conclusive update on where we stand on this Friday with the January transfer window. Please, as always, keep safe, keep well, and cover new spurs.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.